the Earth's record of time. Age is not really a matter of scientific observation, like biology or chemistry, but an argument about our assumptions about the unobserved past. The strata layers. A record of events during a global catastrophe. Evolutionists claim there was 17 different advances and retreats over the North American continent, taking place over millions of years. However, the layers are relatively flat, like a stack of pancakes. There is no evidence of the passage of time between the strata layers. No erosion. No channeling. There is no real evidence of erosion or deposition in the fossil layers. The layers of sediment had to have been laid down quickly in a global event. Otherwise we would see erosion from rivers, water, weather, and burrowing from animals. Instead we see miles-long flat layers. Also, there are many places such as the Grand Canyon where layers are missing from the geological record. Billions of years missing, and the contact points are flat. These are known as unconformities, and they are found all around the globe. In Texas, rocks estimated to be 450 million years old, or division, sit on top of rocks estimated to be 130 million years old, Cretaceous. At this location, the Jurassic through Silurian layers are missing. These layers, which are supposed to represent over 250 million years of history, are missing. The Great Unconformity is one of geology's deepest mysteries. Gaps, missing in the geological record between 100 million and 1 billion years long, and it occurs in different rock sections around the world. In 1980 Mount St. Helens volcano erupted and laid down several layers of sediment. Then, a mudslide carved out a huge canyon which you see today. Before 1980 it was a large forest, hundreds of feet below the tops of the canyon. Burlingame Canyon was observed to form in less than six days, contradicting the idea that canyons take vast ages to form. Geological Column and Fossils a record of how things died during a global catastrophe. The different events during the flood killed things practically ecosystem after ecosystem. Massive global tsunamis would have caught animals, such as dinosaurs, whipping them up and piling them into low spots and sorting the remains as waves pull back. We have plenty of evidence to back this up. They are known as large fossil beds also known as dinosaur graveyards. The fossil record does not show how things evolved. It is a record of the order of how things died in a worldwide catastrophic event. Dinosaur and bird fossils are frequently discovered in the death pose, which consists of the head thrown back, tail extended, and mouth wide open. Like they were caught off guard by a flood event. The animals cannot constrict once covered in sediment. For a fossil to exist, the organism has to be protected from scavengers and bacteria, decay, that would consume the remains of the organism. The organism has to be preserved in some manner. Fossils can only be formed by immediately being covered and cut off from oxygen. We have fossils of fighting dinosaurs locked in combat. Fish fossilized while eating. Obviously caught off guard by impending doom.
Geological records show explosions of new living forms appearing as complete groups at once, such as birds, flowering plants, mammals, etc. The fossil record shows complete phylum of species appearing at the same time. A form appears in the fossil record, as is, doesn't change, and then disappears without having changed. The fossil record shows the track waves, or footprints, of the animals that created them, are tens of millions of years below the animals. Tectonic plates. Rapid plate motion. Catastrophic plate tectonics. Creationists suggest an ocean floor upheaval occurred. Geological mega sequences. Earthquakes, volcanoes, massive plate tectonic movement that propelled the oceans over the continents. A catastrophic event of unimaginable proportion, almost too much to comprehend. A tectonic catastrophe, large-scale plate motion migration of the continents by thousands of miles. Oceans opening up, transforming the Earth. The Earth would have become rotationally unstable during the flood as a consequence of changes in the Earth's internal mass distribution. Such a state of instability would lead to multiple rotations of the original North Pole to the South Pole and back again over and over. High stresses, such as a sudden eruption of the oceanic faults, would cause mantle rock to weaken, and the ocean plates would slide into the mantle and sink because they are cooler and denser than the mantle rock beneath. The rapid subduction of the tectonic plates would suck the land masses down, and once the driving forces vanished, buoyancy would take over and mountains would rise to their current heights. Somewhere around the middle to the end of the flood, the crust became buoyant and the mountains sprang forth. Fish and other marine life are found on all mountains, everywhere. There would have been rapid plate motion. During the flood year, around two meters per second. Present day, around five centimeters per year. If the tectonic plates pull apart rapidly, hot magma comes in contact with seawater, causing supersonic steam jets along the bottom of the mid-ocean ridgeline system, which incorporates over 60,000 miles. Supercritical steam accelerates to supersonic velocity. Heating of the water during the flood evaporates and then moves over the continents and drops enormous amounts of water and ice. Snowing so rapidly it can't melt and accumulates to massive amounts, miles thick, causing what we call the ice age. Then these glaciers collapse and begin to melt, causing global warming. The formation of the entire ocean floor came after. Almost all the sediment containing the fossils had been laid down across the continents. The entire modern seafloor is young, according to the fossils discovered in the sediments on the ocean floor. Today's seafloor must have formed as a result of the flood cataclysm, since its age is less than that of a large portion of the fossil-bearing sedimentary record. If there was no sodium in the oceans when they were formed, and the salt accumulation rate had always been the same as it is now, the ocean's age would be 40 to 50 million years old, not billions. After a billion years, the salinity, or saltiness of the water, would be too high for marine life. Huge oceans beneath the Earth's surface have been discovered by scientists. 
Diamonds from 660 kilometers below the Earth's surface reveals a water-rich environment. Same data. Same evidence. Different conclusion. Evidence suggests that the modern-day continents were once mostly contiguous as part of a massive, supercontinent. Evolutionists claim, something unknown, triggered the supercontinent to start breaking apart, and the plates slowly, shifted over billions of years to what we see, today. Most creationists these days, believe that, most likely, the Mid-Atlantic Ridge and the volcano lines we see around the globe, burst open and rapidly separated the supercontinent and quickly relocated the tectonic plates into the continents we see, today. Worldwide catastrophe all over a very short period of time, which killed practically all life on Earth. The geological records and the fossilized life show this. So, for the most part, evolutionists say, all this happened over billions of years. And creationists say it happened in an extremely short period of time. Which of course would have caused several worldwide catastrophic events. Evolutionists claim that these layers of sediment, rock laid down by water, happened slowly over billions of years and are a record of life on Earth. Creationists claim that the fossil records in the sediment layers are a record of death. Showing the order of destruction during this catastrophic event which is known as the Flood. Nobody and no scientific method can prove that the Earth is 4.5 billion years old. Neither can we scientifically prove that it is only 6,000 years old. This is because all calculations require making assumptions about the past. Those are a lot of assumptions, and they are unavoidable. Age is not really a matter of scientific observation but an argument about our assumptions about the unobserved past. The underlying assumptions of the evidences shown here cannot be confirmed. However there is compelling evidence to question the traditionally accepted ages. Given that such a diverse variety of various phenomena all point to far younger ages than are usually believed to be the case.